Welcome to Car Talk Sunday Kickback. I'm Matty J, joined with Scotty, Rears and Ed. We're back in isolation. Fun, fun, fun. What's happening, guys? Hello, Matty. What's up, Matty? Not much is happening other than lockdown. Yep. We're still alive. Barely. Barely. What's been happening with you guys in terms of, you know, getting back to isolation, really? Like, you guys been been busy or trying to, like, do last-minute things or what's been going on? Not really. It's kind of just like uh, work, work from home. Just keep working from home. Just don't go out as much. Yeah. I'm always isolated anyway, so nothing's really oh, you changed. Live, you live in Sunbury, <laughs> buddy, so that's... that's <laughs> I did see that Sunbury was on the Metro list. You're not, you're not outside the ring of steel from the police, you know? Yeah, I know. We're so close. We're on the border. Yeah, you're pretty close, but not quite. You know what? Like the cops are out there. Like they're—I oh, saw them the other day, and they've got like a board, uh, like we just you know like they're like I reckon they're writing down names of people who aren't who aren't you know where they're supposed to be, and like they were just stopping cars on on Pascoe Road, Main Road, putting them into the um into the Oak Park pool, yeah, and um just you know just check, checking them all, which is man, it, it feels like the Gestapo or something, man. Like this, it feels it feels <laughs> full on at the moment. Like it's it's scary. Yeah, you don't want to be you're not always doing the wrong thing. No. Hmm. Um, if I don't leave my house, I can't do the wrong thing. Fine. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, that was Saturday when I uh, went for a bike ride. I had my had my bike on the roof and drove to to where to to a super cheap and parked there. And I drove past. I'm like, whoa! I'm not going to go that way on the way home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nasty. Hey, Riz, you were saying? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, just um, it's interesting times. There's so much. Uh, on the first day, there was a lot of police presence and stuff that you saw on the news, but I'm I'm yet to see any cops on the road. Um, I've I've been dropping my sister off after the the, the theft of the vehicle last week. <laughs> oh, so I've yeah. been dropping her off to Beaconsfield, which is about 20, 20 minutes down the road near Pakenham. And is that for work, Riz? Yeah, it's dropping her to work. She works in childcare. Okay. So, um, and doing that, it's, uh, the traffic, there's quite a lot less on the road. And I, I guess the, where the cops have set up uh, those little spots, I hope they remain. But it's interesting because down on the Monash Freeway, there isn't a lot going on, but I suspect where I guess East Link merges the Mornington Peninsula Freeway, there'll be quite a few cops down there because people, you know, with their holiday homes. Mm. Um, they, were, they were talking about. I heard that the mayor of um, the mayor of the Mornington Peninsula was talking about getting that excluded from the zone because there's no cases down there, and they wanted that um, ditched out of the lockdown zone so that people can't go there. You know, like it's a, it's like it's like it's Geelong or something. You know, it's outside of that, yeah, um, that ring of steel. So it'd be interesting if that happens. It's like, yeah, then all the people from here can't go to their holiday house down there, um, unless they're already there. That's right. The problem is though, if if they didn't go as hard as saying that even the peninsula is excluded, people would have an excuse to go down there. It's like, oh well, it's okay for us to head down because we know so and so and they've got a holiday home and blah blah blah. That yeah. we just need to get rid of all the excuses that people have to head out anywhere at the moment, given we found ourselves in this position because people couldn't keep to themselves. Yeah. And it's worse this time because there's more community transmission. And so, you know, it's, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think people aren't going to do the right thing. There's always going to be dickheads out there who don't do the right things. So I think we're, oh, yeah. I think we're in for a longer haul probably than six weeks, you know, who knows. It'd be nice to think mm. that if we did all do the right thing, you could eradicate the virus like some of the other states have done. Yeah, Queensland is a good example. You know, they're, they're, they're doing anything and everything now since their borders have opened. And obviously the car culture in Victoria has suffered quite a bit in that meantime because we're back in it again and it doesn't look like there'll be any car meets or anything else going on either. So people's mm-hmm. mental health is going to be a big thing as well, you know. Mine's affected. I can't get to car meets. That's bad. That's, can my, see. Life, that's my lifeblood, Riz. Look at me. Look at me. 
I'm a shell. I'm a shell of my former self. Uh, Scotty, you and I are obviously teachers. Uh, we're back into remote teaching from from next week, but Yay. this week, well, I'm I'm back anyway this week because I've got my my seniors. Um, yeah, yeah, it's again just weird times, but what can you do? I suppose. Yeah, so you, you guys don't have year eleven and twelve, hence you're not in at school. Is that why? No, I do. Um, Scott doesn't because he's got he's got he's got primary school, but yeah, the, he still has to go to school, and I still have to teach my other kids mm-hmm. remotely. So yeah, yeah. Are you, are you all remote, Maddie? No, no, no. I'll, I'll have my eleven and twelve face to face. Okay, okay. So you still go in for that? Yep. I think all teachers do, right? All teachers still go to school. Yeah, yeah. But oh, they right. teach remotely if it's grade one to uh, grade oh, well, prep to ten, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Mm, interesting times. And I think um, just on the cars front, a couple of people have reached out to me to help them buy a car. And obviously, I've been a little bit of local car shopping a couple of days ago for my sister. And um, there's just, I went to the Suzuki dealer to see if they had a Swift or an Ignis. They don't have anything in stock. Not which even a demo you, car. Which one did you go to, Riz? Danny Nong Suzuki. So you're telling me they've got not one Swift, nothing? They haven't got any Swifts. Everything that they've got is sold. The Ignises, wow. they haven't got any. And Swift, there's a three months wait. Wow. And the Ignis... They, uh, so there's sorry? boats coming with cars on them. Did they say that? They did, but it's for whatever reason, they're having a model year update of some sort. So they're trying to get rid of the old stock and all the old stock's gone. Um, And, you know, what annoys me, and I tried to help Alan a couple of weeks ago as well with something that he was looking at. Um, Well, we've heard what Alan was looking at. We heard that story. Oh, you heard that story? Okay, cool. And Rex, Rex, Rex. And, you know, it's, it's so backdated, this industry, because you don't know what anyone's got. And, you know, and they reckon that car sales prior to the pandemic were suffering, but nobody's willing to sell. Like there was a car for Alum, for example, at Mentone that we were really keen on going and having a look at. And then in the end, they said the, the dealership manager doesn't want to sell the car when we wanted to book a time to go and have a look. Hmm. Which dealer doesn't I, want to sell a car? No, I, I know, but I said to, um, I think it was last kickback or last Tuesday when Alan was talking about that. And we had the similar situations at Melbourne when we only had, if we could only get one car for the next three months and that was our demo, then you don't want to sell that because you shoot yourself in the foot because everyone like you then wants to come and drive it and look at it. Um, yes. And if, if we sell it to the first guy that walks in, that's great. But then we've got 15 people who go, well, you don't have one. I'm not going to come there. I can't see it. So if it's your only car for a while, we had a few instances where it was the same at BM Melbourne and we would hold a car, not sell it deliberately because you sell from that. Like Alan might come in and say, oh, okay, I've driven yes. it. It's great. I'll order one, you know, but um, it, it, yeah, it depends what else is around. Of course, if they had five sitting in the bond storage that were unaccounted for, you know, not with customer names on them, sure. They tell you that car and then they just register one of the other ones, no drama, but I can understand it even more now at the, at the moment because everything is like from what you're saying and what we're hearing out there is just so tight stock wise um, that dealers, there's not a lot of love in, in pricing now back in April, March, April, different story. Yeah. You know, there was plenty of stock dealers were bleeding, you know, that's good buying back then. I think. So Riz, does that mean that the accent got written off? Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. So that's the update. The accent got written off. Um, I've got to admit, pretty happy with the way um, budget, I think, is run by auto and general insurance or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And the, the assessor was really, really nice. He, he went through the whole process. They reckon it was going to cost 17 grand to fix the car. 17? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I bought it for 14, five years ago. How so, hard did they hit that tree at the front of your house? Oh, it, the tree is tiny. It didn't. I don't even know what happened. It's it's a seedling. It's a little sapling. 
It's literally it. So um, sorry, $17,000, but it didn't look that bad. Yeah. I, well, apparently there must have been like chassis damage and engine and a whole lot of other things to... Oh. Uh, and it looks like... Um, so seventeen grand, they reckon. They're going to, according to their estimates and Red Book, uh, ten grand is what they're going to pay out, which is pretty good for what I think. Yeah. Um, so yes, we and then on Friday I ended up buying a 2017 accent um, hatch on the Mornington Peninsula. So I did go down there. Yeah, nice. And yeah. Um, one um, one owner. Um, it was a university student, a girl whose dad bought it for her two years ago. Still has three years warranty has a dash cam, reverse camera, all the rest installed aftermarket professionally for 12 grand. So pretty good. You know, That's a good upgrade. And it's got 70,000 Ks on it. So it's pretty uh -huh. good. How many Ks were on the one that got written off? 150. Cause I used to drive Uber for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I bought it when it had 30,000 Ks. It was an ex Euro car. Yeah. Renter. And, <laughs> yeah, and 150,000 Ks on that one, and they paid 10, so... Pretty good. Good. Happy days. Yeah. Sometimes the old stolen car, written-off car, works in your favour. Not yes. if you name Scott Johnson. <laughs> oh, no. Well. So, um, uh, so what colour is it, Riz, this, this accent? Uh, this one is a white one. Um, I'll try and find the link to send it in the group chat. Um, but what's interesting is if you look at the fact that there's no stock and this time I deliberately searched on Gumtree for, um, 20 kilometers around Dramana because there's no stock in Melbourne for yeah, a yeah. lot of the stuff. So that's how I came across this car, which was in, uh, Near Hastings in Bitten. Okay. Yeah, there's um, a few little dealerships in Bitten. There's a Holden dealer there, or there was. Yes. So, yeah, it seems that, you know, a, a tip that I'd, I'd recommend if anyone's looking for a car is to look in sort of regional, when I say regional, like Mornington Peninsula, that sort of area where mm. the people, people are not looking and Facebook's marketplaces search. Maybe I just don't know how to use it, but it's horrible. The distance you, search. It's not intuitive, but you can change the radius of where that looks. You can change mm. sort of the, the hub. And so um, I've done that before. I've said, said made the center of it Bendigo and do, you know, 200 Ks out from Bendigo or something like that. Um, yes. And just the, you know, so you can see a bit of uh, fresh stuff that you might not normally see. Yeah. From your own house. Mm. So mm. anyway, it's, it's been, it's been interesting. So anyone looking for a car, look at regional areas. Terrelgan, Maui, out west towards Geelong, past Geelong, yeah. um, you'll be able to find a reasonable car. The kilometres don't matter because generally they are highway kilometres anyway. It's a funny, yeah, it's a funny year for the industry because they were they were bleeding like not selling enough, not selling enough. The, the economy's not great. Then the virus hit and it was like people are really not buying. Everyone's staying at home, going, yeah, nah, not spending money now. Um, you know, most people. And so they were like, shit, shit, desperate, desperate. Now everyone's come out into June and there's tax incentives and everyone went nuts and bought everything up because they'd basically not been buying for three months. So you had kind of three months worth of pent up buying all happen in June. Um, but in the meantime, since the start of the virus, the factories overseas have turned off the tap in terms of production. So there's not, not as much stock coming through. And now you've got this crazy situation where there's people who would go out and buy but they can't, there's, like you say, there's nothing there. So, and they're probably waiting till September, October, November, to, in some cases, to get this stock. So they're bleeding for a different reason now. It's like, ugh. You know, it's not, it's not a smooth year in terms of that. It's not a consistent, smooth pattern of a year, that's for sure. Mm. No. Mm. Well, how much were the Swifts and, and Ignises you were looking at? I, I like the new Ignis. I reckon the new Ignis is a cool looking car. Looks like a yeah. monster. <laughs> exactly. It actually does look like a, a shoe with wheels. I like yeah. it. Too. I'm a fan of it. I think I saw 
when it came out in 2017, our test drove one here at Dandenong Suzuki. And they were pretty cool for that time. And the, you don't see many of them, so they're still pretty unique. This one, he was going to give me a, an automatic GL for 20200 And this is supposedly the updated version that is that hasn't even been compliant yet in Australia. Okay. So around 20 grand. I think Ignis, the cheapest I've seen them is sort of like 16 or something. Um, somewhere around that, you know, and then Swift used to be like 15, 16, or even 14, 990 in some cases, but now they're, they're more than that. Now I think the Swifts kick off at sort of 19 now um, and go up to about 31 for the sport recommended retail yeah. it's been a quite a bit of a price increase in a lot that's another topic price increases across the board for nearly everything now yeah whether it's yeah. a toyota mazda suzuki in this case um kia's as well everyone sort of jumped it up because of the exchange rate and other bits and pieces prices on most cars have gone up by a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars this is true do you think that's because the dealer markups because they haven't been making any money or that's just how it is? I think the whole industry is trying to lift the prices of the cars. They, regardless of the popular belief, cars in Australia are pretty cheap uh, for new cars under, let's say, $40,000 um, compared to the rest of the world, apart from maybe the States. So I think it's the whole industry trying to push it up. Some of it will be for dealers because any price increase on the recommended retail price means there's a level of margin for the dealers to play with. Um, so I, I, I guess there's that, but it's exchange rates and just trying to lift the overall industry pricing of cars because everyone's bleeding money at the moment a lot of pressure to be profitable you know it's it's a very hard game to be profitable in and you know you look at what honda's done you know reducing the number of dealerships reducing the number of um models in their range and they're going to a fixed price model you know so if you want an hrv or you want a crv or you want a civic it's going to be fixed price you know mm. through the dealer network like that's the price you want a civic uh you know type r civic that's the price you know no haggle no, whatever. That's it. So it's a very, I mean, that's a way whether it works or not, but that's a way of trying to um, maintain profit in every car that you sell at least because so many of them get too desperate for numbers and there's just no money in it. And it's like, you can't survive. You know, these, these businesses just won't survive with that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's, I think it's good if they can have a bit more profit in, in new cars because it's a, it's a hard game. Scotty Doe, car updates with you. Oh, car updates? Yes. I actually got something. That's uh -huh. why you asked me first. I saw, I saw it on, on the Facebooks and I was like, ooh, it looks good. Yeah. I finally got the tyres. I put the rims on the car. Took a bit longer than I hoped. Should have been nice, quick and easy. But um, the front calipers are strange. So you got the caliper bit, but then there's this... Ugly this other piece that just like comes out and protrudes out a mile that was sitting and hitting the rims. I thought maybe I could angle grind it down, but it didn't work. So I had to get five mil spacers, which means I'll have to get some new longer studs. Just a bit of a pain in the ass. I've can heard that can be annoying to get in. So Yeah. Can you drive the car as it is or do you have to put the original wheels back on? Nah, I can drive it the way it is. But just to be safer, because it screws on like a fair bit, but I, yeah, just not enough. Yeah. I don't reckon. Yeah. I just wouldn't trust it. Yeah, so I've already lined up some new studs. It's like 70 bucks or something for 20 of them. So that's pretty good. more than I need. Uh, I'll just be get them in and at some point, bash out old ones, press in new ones. Yeah. Nice. Easiest way to put them in is uh, putting it through the back and then just um, using a rattle gun with the with the with the nut, um, so, uh, and then just just attach it and it, and it pulls it forward. So, yeah, I watched a couple of videos how to do it, so I'll yeah. uh, give it a whirl. I I hope it goes smooth. <laughs> it's just everything you think you look at and go, 
Oh yeah, that that looks you know pretty straightforward to do, but yeah, far but... out. There goes your whole day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the way it goes. It's it's a yeah. your knuckles too. Yeah, oh. raised knuckles. <laughs> yeah, it's a killer. It's a killer. It's rough. <laughs> but it's uh, anyone anyone watch the Formula Ones? No, I didn't watch it this weekend. Well, the race is on tonight, but last week's race was uh, pretty interesting. Well, what happened? At first, I thought it was going to be, well, it seemed pretty boring. It was just going to be Mercedes all the way. But, As um, <laughs> but there was just so many cars dropping out of the race with um, issues and parts breaking. and The cars this, are getting worse. So unreliable, all these cars dropping out. Big names you got Verstappen dropping out. Um, it looked like Miss, the two Mercedes might have to drop out at one point because they were having some issues with the gearbox. Um, who else? Ricardo had to drop out. There was only, I think, 11 cars actually finished. <laughs> so who won the race? It was pretty crazy. Then we are cheering on um, Albon coming up, but then it was a repeat of last season where uh, he went to overtake Hamilton. Hamilton knocked him and spun him out, then Hamilton got a five-second penalty. And Lando Norris, McLaren, was coming up. He was, I think, about... He was, at one point, about six seconds behind uh, Hamilton for third place. And from out of nowhere, he pulls out in the last lap, the fastest lap of the whole race. I saw that. To take it from, to take it from Hamilton and got third place. I and then see. Leclerc in Ferrari, which the Ferraris are incredibly slow this season, uh, second place. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a video of, it was like, you got six seconds, uh, and the... the um, He's the radio guy was like to him, uh, like team manager was like, he's like, look, you're six seconds behind, but he's got a five second penalty. Just push as hard as you can. And he ended up getting it to 4.8 or something. And it was just, and he, he, he took really the crazy. Yeah, I, I was happy for that. But who actually won the race? Oh, I didn't see who won the race. Oh, it was still Mercedes. Yeah. Mercedes number Valtteri. one. It was Number Valtteri. one, Matthew. Number one car, <laughs> quality, AAA a, quality. <laughs> What's car updates with you, Maddie? Car updates with me. Uh, I put on my roof racks on the Forester um, with my with my bike rack because I've been on a health kick trying to get fit, and I've uh, been using that to to go to different places and take my bike up and go down some trails because you're allowed to exercise. You're allowed to exercise. Oh, I was hoping you'd I was hoping you'd be um, a road cyclist in your lycra. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, I mean, I get annoyed with those people, so I don't want to be one of those people. So here's me just some trackers and a t-shirt. <laughs> it's going fast. <laughs> yeah. um, so trackers and a t-shirt uh, with, with a backpack and, and, a, and a bottle of water. That's, that's all I need. So I, re- I got my bike service today, and and um, but not today. I, I didn't ride today, but on Friday I went for a ride down to the city and back, which was nice. Um, so, 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 that was, so that was good. But apart from that, that's pretty much the only car updates I've had. Oh, no, actually, um, I helped my brother put the exhaust on the XR8. So that sounds all nice and good. No more um, rattly muffler, uh, which, which was rusted out from the inside. It's, it's got a, It actually sounds like a proper V8 now. So it's got a really yeah. nice... The market exhaust? Uh, just a red back system. Um, the, oh, uh, yeah. One, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. They yeah, work fine. So is, it, is it a bit more um, meaty than the original one? It is. It is. It's it's only um well the original is a two and a quarter inch. This is a two and a half inch. So there's not much diameter difference, but yeah. um it's a bit more a bit more flow, and it's it doesn't drone. It's actually quite it's pretty quiet. And but when you when you get up it it sounds awesome. Like it sounds it sounds like it sounds really good. Um, oh, and and, and it's got a real nice V8 idle, like a throb idle when, when, it, when it's parked now, which, which, which sounds really good. Again, yeah. he didn't want anything that was too loud, just something that, that was just a nice note um, and was like a factory fit, not a custom job. 
Uh, so you can always put the original one back on, but the original one was stuffed anyway. With the, had the had rust all in it in the um, as the muffler inside of it was just all rusted out. So he's like, yeah. it's just um, it, it's it's a nice little upgrade which which costs the same. You may as well just just put that on there and kept the original tip off the old exhaust and just pop that on. And yeah, it, uh, you 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 wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell if you if you didn't know, which is which is a yeah. nice a nice little mod. Uh, Riz has obviously got his, his car update, which was the uh, getting the car written off and purchasing a new accent. So one accent replaces another. Anything else on your end, Riz? Um, no, nothing really. Um, I've been looking at um, Sylvia's mm. just just for just for shits and gigs. Nothing, nothing serious. But they're so expensive, man. Like S15s, you can't. You can't get them for what is it? Un, there were a couple of Ortec ones, the convertible ones, maybe months ago for about 14, 15 grand, but you can't find anything anymore. All right. Dude, you should have told me last year, uh, no, just actually over a year and a half ago, when my, when my mate sold his S15 Turbo, he's the first owner in Australia, he sold it for 10 grand. Jeez, yeah. So, I just I mean, saw a um, S13. It was manual, except it had uh, it was non-turbo though, but it had the CA18 in it. So, okay, yeah, 1.8 non-turbo. Do we but know any importers? Going for ten grand. Scott is good mates with uh, Iron Chef. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. If you want to import, I'd definitely go with him, hundred percent. Iron Chef. Okay, I'll have a look. It's, I mean, Iron it's something that'd be pretty cool. Right, because something me and my brother have been talking about, and it's he's got he's got too much money to spend, um, and and he doesn't want to upgrade his twenty seventeen manual golf, um, so we think if we just sort of go halves and get something just on the side, just as a fun thing to drive on the weekends, obviously post lockdown, COVID and stuff, but it's just if if they're sort of 20 grand plus it's too much money and ideally you want to sort of get something imported so it has fewer kilometers and before they become legal in america yeah yeah hmm. but then most most of the trash ones in, end up in america anyway so it's not a total loss they spend the, that they spend an absolute fortune on them though like they they it's the it, it's you know they, 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 they price the cars out of um out of reach of everybody, pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. And they pay for them. Yeah. Well, those R33s going for like over 20 grand in US money. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's not even GDR. These R33s were, um, what, 94 model, the very first R33s that came out. So the ones that look mm. shit, in my opinion. Yeah. I think they got better looking further on, like the Type M and stuff like that in 96. But yeah, the very first ones look like trash and they're paying, yeah, 20,000 US dollars. Madness. It's a lot of money. <laughs> well, so I'll, keep an eye eye out. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for you. Were you born in 96, Scott? Me? I yeah. wish. <laughs> I was born in 87. 87? Yeah. Mm, big boy. Edward, car updates for you? Car updates. I don't really have too many car updates. Uh, I helped a mate pick up an engine last week. Um, he bought a X. He's got a Volvo C30 with the five-cylinder um, 2.5 turbo. Is that right, Matt? Five-cylinder, 2.5 turbo? Yeah, yep. that's a good, en that's a good engine. On. Yeah, so he picked up a, a complete motor. It's because it's the same as the Ford Focus XR5 five-cylinder. So there was a Volvo that came into a wrecker, and he thought, I'll grab the motor and sell it to someone who's maybe got an XR5 that wants that motor. So he's, I helped him pick that up. Um, so that wasn't really my car update, but it was, it was interesting to, uh, yeah, have a look at the five-cylinder. There's a lot of five-cylinder 2.5s going around because my 190D is a five-cylinder 2.5, albeit non-turbo and very slow. But <laughs> I was like, this is becoming a bit of a, a bit of a thing. There's a bit of a theme going on here. Um, 
what else did I do? I uh, no more car updates, but the uh, oh the MX Five's got a flat battery. It's been slowly dying for a oh. while. You know, I charge it, and it it's a pretty small battery. It's in the boot, and it's you've got to get the particular one for that car because it has to have a vent and you know drain tube and whatever because of where it is. Anyway, so I'll have to fork out and get a new battery for that thing. But I just went, well, I'll do that later. It can sit dead in the garage because I can't really take it anywhere. I did get a new rear tire on my mountain bike, though. I was speaking of mountain bikes, Matt. I was like, well, if I can't drive, God damn it, I'm going to ride. And the back tire, it had sat so long in the garage on one spot, it had like literally worn through um, <laughs> canvas and the tube. And so I just took it down the road to the bike shop and yeah, half an hour later, 60 bucks, bang, brand new tube, brand new tire. I was pretty happy with that 60 bucks. Welcome to bike talk. Uh, with bike talk. I'm, back on the, I'm back on the road. Yeah. And then it rained all day, so I didn't test it, but <laughs> um, yeah, no other, no other crazy car updates. I don't think a mate of mine was after a couple of Getzes. If anyone knows anyone selling an auto Getz, uh, for his business, so he bought one oh. today, and he's after a second gets. How yeah. much are they going for these days? Oh, uh, like if it's a pre-update, you can sort of get them. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, between two and don't ever four. do that again. <laughs> oh, jeez! If it's more, a of pre- that. more of that, more of that, <laughs> on action. If it's an 06 update onwards, they tend to get up to like. Four and a half, five, six, seven, depending on oh. how many Ks on it. Um, they're quite sought after because they're actually quite reliable and they're a good little car. Yeah. Well, he's paid mm. five for one with 70,000 K on it today. Two door auto, like nine, uh, 06 model, I think it was to update. Um, little bit, okay. a few knocks in the body, a few little scratches and stuff, but yeah, one owner, full history. And I'm like, you know what? You, you could drive that for 50,000 K and you almost get your money back on it. So. Mm. Yeah, it's cheap motoring uh, for what he wants. He wants it to do, he runs a hotel and he wants it to do um, food deliveries. You know. Okay. Yeah. And I need to advertise that Civic that's just sitting in the garage, my manual super low mileage brand new Civic. Oh, right. <laughs> but I need, to, um, I need to put that online and I haven't done it yet. Tomorrow, I'll do that tomorrow. Yes, very yeah. nice, very nice. What else are we talking about? Um, so let's get into car of the week. But before we get into that, Edward, I linked to you earlier today a uh, a lovely Mercedes SL. Yes, very um, clean. Very clean. I'll I'll show you guys this, and I got looking at these again because I, I I've always loved these cars. Um, these are the as we know the Pornstar um, Mercedes SL uh, from mm-hmm. from the nineties. This one's super clean. It's thirty five grand. Um, I think I think I said hard top and soft top. Hard top and soft top. So it's uh, Australian yes. delivered. Uh, four-speed auto, rear four-seat option, but what's good about it? It's got with the with the um uh, the hardtop. It's got I think that's the the glass roof. Yeah. So so it's actually it's like a one-way, one-way glass. Yeah. I've always liked these, and the reason I got looking at them again is because uh, when I was on my bike ride the other day, I saw a guy with a black one, but it was an SL six hundred. The the big twelve. V12 and the plates mm. were SL600 and I'm like that is such a cool car um, and I'm like that that would scare me how much that would cost to maintain but uh, <laughs> in terms of like a, a future classic I think these SLs are bloody good value uh, if you're going to get on one now they still look good they don't drive like an old car they drive well, well like were, these, um, were these V8s fairly bulletproof? yeah yeah, yeah. Tough motors, yeah. Mm. They um, oh. they do other things like they've got you know electronic um, control of the suspension and the roof mechanism is all electronic and you know the aircon and there's a there's a lot of complexity to them, um, and you know a friend I know who works on them sort of says yeah everything's two grand like oh yeah door lock pick two grand you know this goes two grand too. it was just everything's two grand, <laughs> so you can throw money at them, but. Um, they're only going to go up. There's, you know, they're, they're, they're a nice yeah. shape. They're pretty iconic for the late eighties. And yeah, I like them. That's a good, that's a good car for 35, Matt. You should think about selling some of the other ones and buying that. <laughs> Do a swap with the LTD and get that instead. Straight oh, swap. 
You no, no, it, 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 it'd be swabs plus cash my way. That's really cool. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Car Talk Sunday Kickback. Now, we're looking at that SL. I, I, like, I've always liked those cars. I reckon they're, they're a good-looking car. And I was thinking for the money, what other like V8 coupe can you get? And you really can't get anything for that sort of money. I mean, you probably get an 8 Series, but they're plus 40-plus grand now um, from, from the 80s, which are, uh, again, a beautiful car. But, I mean, you can probably get a... Could you get a Mustang for that price now? Well, we're talking in the 30s. Yeah. Uh, I, mm, you might be able to get like a 90s Mustang around that price. Yeah. I think you could probably get a Early 2000s, maybe around that. Was it imported Mustangs? But. Yeah. Can't get the Monaros, can you? Uh, you could probably you could probably get a Monaro. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a good pick. Uh, yeah, I, you I, would, be able to. I wouldn't mind a CV8Z. I reckon they're a good-looking car, and they and they if you go with a manual and um, you know, like I think they're a good-looking car still. I, I, I every time I see a, like a clean CV8Z, I'm like, oh, that, that's a that's a nice car. See, I loved I loved the HSV GTS and GTOs that they made. Yeah, they were cool. But they're shooting up. They're around like sixty grand and stuff now. Like the GTO versions, I think they're like 60, 60 70 grand. Hmm. My mate's cool. dad. But, you know, they didn't make many, so. Yeah, they're they're a rare car. My mate's dad, what he did when they hit their bottom dollar, he went and bought. He went and bought a GTS. He bought a GTO. He bought um, like an old Statesman. Uh, he bought all. He bought all the stuff at their cheapest price. And just is just storing it. And he's like, he's like, well, because he's going to go up in value. And he and he bought him, I think, for in, in the twenties, which is pretty pretty good value. Like, I think he had to go for the GTO. He had to go to Adelaide to get it. But you know, he, he went there and drove it back, and and was like, yep, this is a you know, it's, it's a well worth and it's well worth the expense. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, just if you've got something to store them, why not? Yeah, exactly right. And if you could store them right too. Mm. Just don't yeah, I think not many eight-cylinder ones. I think that you can sort of not many cars around that thirty-five thousand mark. Uh, uh five series. You can get the um, C55 AMGs around the thirty mark. Oh yeah. So yeah, if you want to jump into a AMG, the C55s, they're nice. Mm-hmm. What about? Uh, um, an early um, C63 AMG, they're in the 30s now, aren't they? Uh, I think it would be really high Ks. Yeah. I think they're still in the 40s. But uh, I think they're yeah. a, I think they're an awesome car. Uh, I would totally rock one of those. Uh, Edward, oh. I'm just trying to unmute you because you're... Yep, there we go. Ah. We're, we're talking about what other... V8 coupes you could get for that sort of money, and 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 we've discussed uh, the the Monaro CV8Z. Uh, we've we've discussed probably an eight series is a bit too. You you'd, you'd probably get a really crappy one for that money. You'd have to you'd have to spend good money to get a good one. How much money? Thirty five. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't know. What's an eight series worth these days? Are they forty, fifty? Yeah, they're in the forties plus now. Uh, Scotty said the C. Uh, which one did you say just before, Scotty? Well, it's four door, but the C fifty five AMGs. Were they the ones that had the the dual exhaust that came out both sides? Yep. Yeah, I always kind of thought they were good. They would look. They looked alright, especially because I wasn't a fan yeah, of like the, them. the the W two O threes. I reckon that was probably the that was probably the best one that they made out of, out of those. So, didn't mind that car. You could get a BMW 6 Series V8. Oh, yeah, true. Like a 640 mm. or a 650 or even an M6 V10, same engine as the M5 V10. You could get that for sort of 30, 40 grand. But you'd be spending that on fixing it? 
<laughs> but it's uh, when it's working, it's a quick car. Yeah, this is true. A lovely grand tourer. Oh, like just for that, <laughs> is there is there a cooler car than an SL though? Like I, I, in terms of like that style of car, I just don't think there is. I think that's just so iconic for me, and for me, it, for me it's sl you know sl takes the cake really oh you can get the clk 55s they're two door that's not a bad car i, I like those yeah sell some shit and get that sl you won't regret it oh no i won't regret it except when it breaks i'll be paying two grand for like a, a wheel yeah, yeah uh, i mean Riz has just sent us a, uh, an, a current gen Mustang, uh, not the pre facelift, 39,000, which is a five liter V8 with 70, 79,000 Ks on it, which is, which is pretty cheap. Um, that'd, be, that'd be pretty worn out with 79K on it, wouldn't it? A Mustang? No, I mean, it, I don't know how they've aged. I don't know how they aged. They weren't, they weren't good when they were new, the quality now. With 79K, it'd be rooted, wouldn't it? Check this out. Uh, Riz has given us a good one. 2005 BMW 6 Series 645Ci E63 manual with 103,000 Ks. Guess how much he's asking, Edward? 23 grand. $20,000. There you go. I'm not far off. That would be... I reckon I, I that's a lot of car for the money. Twenty grand. That is a lot of car for, for that. And the manuals are beautiful gearboxes. I do rate that. I rate that a lot. I, I can trust it. Sell everything, Matt. Get that as a daily and get the SL as your weekend car. And all you've spent is 55 grand. <laughs> all <laughs> I've spent. All I've spent. Yeah. No more overcapitalizing on your bike service or the LTD. Just get those two and you're done. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, he'd be paying me to take the LTD plus cash my way. Okay? So... <laughs> I know I, I know what I've got, Scott. I know what I've got. Yeah. yeah. Disease. Disease. Um, well, it is time for Car of the Week. Uh, who would like to start this evening's proceedings? Let me find I'll my start. car. You can share the screen, uh, Riz, whenever you're ready to go. I'll send a link. Um, mm -hmm. oh. So something a little bit different they were really cool when they first came out at 2012 we were talking about hyundai's earlier hyundai veloster manual it's the middle exhaust it's the middle exhaust dinner it's not looking up is it a is it a veloster turbo no, it's just a normal Veloster for under ten grand. I don't think we can get a, we can get the turbo goodness on this one. But when it first came out, I went to test drive one, and I, I don't know the the three door setup. Nobody else caught up onto that trend that no. I know of. Um, they are a weird, weird looking thing. <laughs> and I never liked them. The ass just looks wrong. That steering wheel's got quite a bit of wear on it. Looks like it's, oh. looks like it's had a bit of a life. That Veloster. Yeah, it's. So oh, are oh, these are, are these accent based on the interior? Because it looks very accent. Uh, no, uh, this uh, is slightly sporty, but yeah, I don't think uh, um, the front might be, but I think the with the seats and stuff, they're a bit more buckety. I think. Okay. Um, uh, I think they're more i30 sort of interior. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, not a huge. I wasn't a I wasn't a huge fan of them when they came out. They were just unique. So people either hated them or liked them a lot. Um, the turbo, we we didn't really get um, that for a couple of years. Yep. Um, but yeah, for ten grand. They're a little bit unique, uh, not as much of a head turner compared to um, the cars that we had last week, but yeah, it's something new. Yeah, 10 grand, wouldn't mind that. It's, it's still, it's, it'll just be, uh, it'll be recently out of warranty as well. Uh, Scotty. Okay. 
You may share the screen. Right. Mine is a manual as well. It better not be the same car as mine. I hope not. Oh, Volvo C30, speak of the devil. Why, is that yours? No, it's oh. not. We were just talking about them before. So, this is a 2009 Volvo C30 T5R in manual Ooh. as well. What's the difference uh, between the R and a non-R? Wouldn't have a clue. Probably the suspension. R's, I guess. The R's were more sports oriented. They had, they had, I think My they had mate's a... one is a normal, it's a C30 T5, but I'm sure it's not an R, it's just a normal T5. The R designs had like different body kit, different wheels, stuff like that. I, I, think, I think they looked a little bit on the gauges, I think. Binding on the floor mats. So it might just be a style thing. Yeah. So this has only got 120,000 Ks on it. Mm -hmm. Everything looks nice and clean. It's got the lovely sounding five-cylinder. Good motor. And as I said, it's in a manual as well. They do sound good, those motors. Yeah. Um, See, that, for 10K, yeah. that's not a bad little pocket rocket, is it? Yeah, and that's 10 grand for it. So, I mean, the engines are really good. Plenty of power for what you want. Makes torque so low. I mean, 320 meters at 1,500. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's a good amount of torque down so low. Yeah. And uh, cool it it's really clean. Pretty good for 10K. I mean, yeah. Ed, you, you, you were saying how surprising it was being in that car, like how, how much it pulls. Yeah, that car, it pulled really strongly. The suspension felt firm but, but comfortable still. The seats were really comfortable, the leather um, buckets in it. And, um, yeah, I was just, I was impressed with it. I never thought much of them. I didn't know much about them. But, yeah, when I went in it, I was, I was like, mm, this is actually a good little thing for the money. Like, my mate paid something like 6.2 or 6.8 for it um, maybe two years ago. And um, I just think it's a, you're getting quite a lot of car for the money. And the typical Volvo, you know, things that fall off and go wrong are probably not as relevant with that car because it's a Ford Focus underneath. Yeah. Mm, you know, yeah. It's, it's more sordid mm. than a true Volvo Volvo would be, I think. And, so, and I, thought were, I thought this is when Volvo got their groove on because it, it, it's a good-looking car, yeah. this Eddie, and I, I think yeah. they've aged. I think they've aged quite quite nicely and quite well. Yeah, it still looks good now, and it's. I just think it's one that's probably forgotten about, and people go, "Oh, old Volvo, old Euro trash, whatever." But it's probably a little bit deserves a bit better than that because it is a yeah focus underpinnings and parts are interchangeable, and there's there's plenty of those around. Cool yeah. design, goes well, pretty good on fuel. And five cylinder, which is a you know, it's quite a rarity to have a two point five turbo five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just like on it. that. Um, so yeah, that's mine. I like it. Just on that, Scotty. Um, I don't know. Just in general, when people are taking photos for cars, what's with these door openings? Like opening both doors and taking a photo, <laughs> like it's about to fly off or take off. <laughs> Yeah, I home. never understand that trend. Yeah, he's got it for the front and yeah. back. It's weird. Yeah. It Normally, is... you just open the door and show inside the front and inside the back. But yeah, I know yeah. it's like it's like I've got wings. I'm off. Ah. No, the Michael Jordan fans. You know when he does that 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 picture of his arms spread out with the, oh, the wingspan. Yeah, <laughs> wingspan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what it is right there. Eduardo. All right. Is my car. I'm going to post it. Right? Feast your eyes on this beauty. It is a 1997 from memory. Yep. Mazda 323 Astina. The nice swoopy exotic shape Astina. Yes. Uh, fully ported from Japan. 1.8 petrol manual. But, you know, I like a low mileage. It's only done 57,000 <laughs> K. And... If you scroll through that, it's a sort of a dark navy bluey grey and just a really clean car. Those were so nice to drive. They were sweet. They look cool. They had pillarless, um, windows. frameless windows yeah. on the yeah front and back doors. 
I just it was back when the the Astina was quite a stylish machine. I like um, these cars. Bit of nineties, bit of nineties Mazda goodness. Mm. Yeah, and I just thought, God, to find that with that mileage and the original cassette deck mm. in it and everything, very yeah. stock. Looks now they're very asking seven nine ninety for this thing, which is getting up there for one of those. You know, you can see them for eighteen hundred bucks or a thousand dollars when they're rooted, but you know that car's got a lot of life left in it. You could put another, you know, two hundred thousand k on that without blinking. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a it's a good car for the money. Did you check out the comments? I didn't. What did they say? That he's written there. Goes questions you may have. The first one: Are these photos the best you have seen online today? <laughs> yes. Is this vehicle still available for you to purchase? Yes. Yes. Is this vehicle registered with a roadworthy? Yes. Can I get finance? Yes. If you qualify for finance, can we help you with finance? Yes. Can we trade your current vehicle? Yes. Can I inspect and test drive this vehicle? Yes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, no, this is a this is a clean car, Ed. This is a very nice it was, car. It was back in the days when one airbag was enough. You know, you protect the driver. You don't worry about the other people. Yeah, yeah who but, cares about the passenger? Yeah, if they don't have a steering wheel to slam into, they're fine. Mm. Yeah, don't worry about them. Um, all right. So mine was just recently sold, but I I've kept it because this is going to be this is going to be my car anyway. Now. I want you to guess first of all, what's a car from uh, from the early two thousands that comes with Recaro seats? Is it a Ford Focus? It's not. No, it's not. Recaro seats, early two thousands. Don't know. Mitsubishi. I don't know. Good guess. And if you guys would have guessed Proton Satria GTI, I probably would have said you're very close, but <laughs> you're not. What it is, mm. is a Suzuki Ignis Sport. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. uh, the little ugly duckling Ignis. Um, so I, I, quite li- I quite like these. That was also a Holden Cruise. It was. The proper Very cruise. different. Yeah, proper cruise. Very different to the Holden Cruise now, which is that, you know, Korean horribleness. Um, this was an Ignis that was rebadged as a cruise. And yeah, th- that sport edition is really quite rare. It is rare. It's got Recaros, like legit Recaros in it. Um, yeah. They came with those White Wolves factory and the full body kit. Yeah. It says here, uh, selling my little Iggy. Um, haven't had long due to circumstances changed. Um it's got 81 kilowatts in the factory, uh, five-speed manual, so chop most out in the local toge, as this is in the comments. Um, it's 250,000 Ks, but blows no smoke or anything. Uh, plans as this was to race at the Mega Nationals, but change of circumstances didn't, was able, un, unable to do it. Has factory Recaro fishnets and dash that lights up blue. Car is a Japanese import. Honestly, it's like one of the coolest cars you'll see around. It's got some lowering springs and an intake come from Queensland, which you'll throw in. As part of the deal, price is negotiable and it has about about a month of reg, but no roadworthy. He's like, I can show you what's needed for roadworthy. And I saw that and I was like, oh, 3500 bucks, old at your elbow. I'd have that. Uh, yeah, that's that- a cheap little rocket, isn't it? Um, did the, mm. They did sell those here though, didn't they, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they definitely yeah. did. Yep. Yep. It says Japanese import though. I just thought, oh, maybe that, that one's an import. No, they, no, they, they did it. Well, I mean, not all the Ignis was imported, but that one in particular, they had the bigger motor, had the 1.5 uh, with with more power. Uh, as I said, 81 kilowatts, which is which is pretty good for for out of a like a 1.5 liter sporty little car. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're getting you're getting Recaro seats. Don't you can't get anything for you can't even buy Recaros for for three and a half grand these days. So, yeah, yeah. So I think no, it's good. I like that. So, so you could get them here. They yes. did sell them here. They're you could not buy them. Here. No, yeah, they're not. Yeah. You could buy them. Here. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, I like it. All right. So, what do we got? The Ignis Sport with the Recaros. We've got the low mileage Mazda 323 stylish four door manual hatchback. We've got Riz's Hyundai Veloster three door abomination. <laughs> 
And then we've got, what was your Scott? I forget. The Volvo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Volvo C30 R design. You know what's interesting about tonight? We've all got hatches. Yeah. Yeah, all hatches. Random. And I'll, tell, I'll, leave, I'll leave you into a little secret, Riz. I like the Veloster because I've all, I actually kind of liked them when they came out. I thought they were a cool looking car. Like, oh, that's yeah. kind of interesting. So, so Riz, I, I, I like your I like your choice there. I like your choice. Sorry, Riz. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't get excited. <laughs> um, that's a that's an interesting mix, though. Oh, Jesus, I'm struggling with that lot. It's a good well, car. For me, the Veloster's out. That's easy. Now it's <laughs> yeah. If they were sitting there in a row, the Mazda Astina low mileage manual, the Volvo C30 T5 R design, the Ignis. I'm, I'm almost. I would almost go the Ignis for the money. Like it's own, it's cheap, three and a half, and what a cracking! Yeah. But I still like the Mazda and the Volvo. But I think I'm going to go the Ignis. Ooh, Ignis! Uh, but you still have to get roadworthy and everything for the Ignis. Yeah, it's all right. I'll sort it. <laughs> he's got a dodgy. He's, he's got a guy that do a dodgy. That's he'll be right. <laughs> Scott, what about you? Uh, I'm going for mine. Fine, take your Volvo. Yeah, can't be five <laughs> cylinders down. A solid choice. Five cylinder sounds like a little baby V10. Perfect. <laughs> Ready to take off. What um, do they sound like with with like a louder exhaust? They sound like an Audi Quattro from the like like, like a Group E rally car. Well, like that. That's what they sound like. My mate has ripped the rear muffler off his because he was going to take out some baffles, but he drove it around for a while just with no rear muffler, and the thing sounds insane. It's popping and farting and. You know, it's boom, 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 you know, like, and that's on standard tune. It was, um, it was really quite impressive. Yeah. Riz. Um, I'd probably go with the Ignis as well. They're so unique and people forget like the current generation of Ignis is, it's okay. They tried to make it trendy, but people forget about that particular model. Um, and yeah, a bit, like you said, Daddy. You can't even get Recaros for that much these days, let alone the whole car. So, yeah, that's very, very cool. Bit of a bit of a sleeper in many ways, I think. So there's there's two cars tonight that are largely forgotten about. Yours, Matt, that model Ignis. If you said that to most people, they'd go, "What? They made another Ignis before the current one?" They'd yeah. probably even say, "There's a current Ignis?" Like question mark, you know, because <laughs> a bit of a a bit of an unknown. Um, and Scott C30, you know, most people say Volvo C30, they're like, what? What is, what is that? Because they wouldn't have sold that many of either of those. No. I mean, no, they sold no. a fair few Ignis, but they didn't sell many Ignis Sport. And, yeah. and the, as I said, the Ignis Sport was, was that little bit more expensive with the bigger motor, with the Recaro, with the body kit, with the wheels. Yeah. It had better suspension. So... So, you know, I, I, we were actually, before we did the Nugget Nationals, um, we were actually looking at, one, looking at one of those and we went to go buy it. And the day before we went to go buy it, the guy stacked it. So, oh. <laughs> so, so, that, so that's how we ended up with the Toyota, Toyota Paseo instead, um, which, did, which didn't have Recaros, which, which didn't have as much power. But, um, but, you know, what made those Ignis really good, it was they're so light. And yeah, they're like, and they just rev to like a million RPM, and they're they're a fun little car to drive, and really really easy to chuck about. Throw a wrist sway bar in one of those, and you got lift off every stick galore, which is awesome. So, um, but I'm gonna go with Scotty on this one because I like the C30. I've always liked C30s, and I think the that five cylinder it's noise. Uh, they like I so I've been in one. Uh, a friend of mine's got one. I've been in XR5 turbos. They they got tons of torque and they sound good, and they and they're quite reliable from what I've heard. You, they they make decent power, you know. They're they're the whole they're the, they're really a whole package car that one like that. And so yeah. we've got two C thirties and we've got two Ignis votes. Even yeah. even Steven, even Stevens they're there. So um, as much as I like the, the low mileage Astina, because you know I'm I'm all for Astinas and you know, Mazda three two threes and stuff. I'm on many pages of, of those on Facebook. I just think a C30 is probably that little bit more cooler and a bit more refined and 
and they drive really well. Like they 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 do drive nicely. Their suspension's mm. very very um very dialed in on those, and yeah, they're good car. I like them. Good car, um, do it. Get around it. Get the hell around it. So, Scotty, well done. I'll give myself a pat on the back as well. We've chosen two good cars today. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, two two very forgotten cars. I think from from that from that kind of you know two thousand noughties era, which which um which which is which makes you think of like all these other cars that that have been forgotten, but were actually pretty cool. But anyways, I think we are out of time, gentlemen. Riz, give your give your website a plug. Carlook.com.au, guys. If you're looking at finding out how much others are paying for new cars, even with all the price hikes and stuff, check us out. Yeah, if you need help buying a car, Riz is the man. He can tell you what you should be paying for your automobile in the future if you're looking. Like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk T-O-R-Q-U-E with Matty J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on shoutengine.com iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk with Matty J. Uh, merch, check out our merch on Teespring. Just look, go to Teespring or just even look up Car Talk store, uh, Teespring store on, 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 on the interwebs, on Googles, and you will find us. We've got a few more designs up there at WRXSTI, and yesterday we just dropped the uh, F6 Typhoon design, which is, which is all nice and interesting. So check them out. Support supporting the show helps support us, so uh, we can make you more free content. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Riz. I will see you guys on the Tuesday show. Have a lovely night. Take it easy. Okay, bye. See, see you, Maddie.